Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness. The show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hello, everybody. This is episode one of Talk, Purpose, and Truth, Eden. I can't believe we're doing this. This is crazy. It's actually happening. Exciting. Uh, We've talked about doing a podcast for a long time. We've been working together for three years. We'll go into more of that later. Um, But we want to welcome everyone and and all of the listeners and excited to be in tune with all of you. And we want to start the show with, with who are we? How did we get here? Why are we doing this? Talk, purpose, and truth, shifting you into higher consciousness. How did this all come about? And so we're going to start by just telling you who we are. And so I'll start. I'm Kim Summers Egglesey. And I think it's important to say, first of all, I am a mom and a wife. My kids are six and 12 years old, girls. I live by the beach. I'm from the San Fernando Valley, so you may hear a little Valley Girl accent that comes out accidentally. Can't help it. Um, and how did I get here? Well, I my background is actually acting. I did a lot of acting and um, modeling, did some runway modeling. I did a lot of hosting events and things. Um, my major in college was speech, and so a lot of public speaking and things like that. And I was always fascinated by intuition and psychics and crystals and energy. And I'd had a lot of experiences where I would see things and I wouldn't know what it meant or had weird dreams or saw things in the night and, and different fascinating things like that. And it, it, it really got more fascinating to me when I was young because my grandma started seeing angels and she told me about it and it made me believe it even more. And I started studying things like that and just getting way more into it. And so Around 2003, I started to do card readings. It just came naturally. I had a mentor that told me that's what I was supposed to do. And I started doing card readings and really realizing my intuition would come through and the readings would be pretty much 100% accurate for the people I was doing it. And that would lead into life coaching people. And I thought it was just a side hobby. And at the same time, I was in this rock group called the Vegan Vixens, and we would do outreach, and we'd do TV shows, and we would do magazines, and and modeling, and bikinis, and all kinds of fun things. And and then crazy, but on the side with all of that, I was teaching special ed and working with adults with severe behavior problems. So I was doing all kinds of things. This was before I had children, so I had more time. and it, it really was fascinating because I was working with behaviors and I was doing card readings and I was singing in a rock group and doing all these multifaceted things, but they all formed into me deciding that my purpose was really to help people step into their power and loving themselves and, and step into who they truly are. Because there's so many people, I feel that there's probably 90 to 95% of people in the world feel they're not enough, don't know their purpose feel kind of lost and and need some direction into loving themselves and and feeling confident. And so that led me into 
getting my degree in college in speech and going into more inspirational speaking, business and life coaching, and more extensive intuitive readings. And so that led into the last 10 years doing a TED Talk, doing hundreds of different radio and TV shows and speaking engagements and women's circles and readings for people and things like that. And really just being life-changing in that I got to hear people's dreams and wishes and secrets and, and things that scared them and things that empowered them and helped them heal from these things. And finally, that ended up leading to me connecting with Eden. And we'll go into that a little more later. But basically, we began working together three years ago. And that has led us into communicating on the other side and me becoming better at channeling the other side as well and, and getting even deeper into my own intuitive abilities and us writing a book and us doing ultimately this podcast. So it is really crazy how life can turn into something magical if you let go and allow. And I've always just said, let go and let God. And I trust and let me see where my path is supposed to lead. And I feel the most on purpose I've ever felt now. And so Eden, what about you? Hello. <laughs> okay. Well, I am a third generation medium, uh, third generation because my grandmother was a medium as well. Uh, she did automatic writing, and when I was little, I would watch her do the writing, and uh, words would come out with her holding the pen, and she would just get messages, word for word messages from people. It was fascinating to me. Um, at a little bit later. She worked for the FBI to help find missing children. And uh, while it was all fascinating, it was not at all anywhere on my mind to follow in her footsteps. Um, but later, um, I tried it. I decided at about 17 years old, I wanted to try. So I picked up the pen, tried it, and the pen started moving. And that scared me. <laughs> so... I threw the pen across the room. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I think I forgot about it for a while. Um, and then my grandmother on the other side, she passed away. I wanted to be able to continue to connect with her. So I decided I have to do this. So um, I didn't really believe it that I could. So it was all practice. It was for fun. I wasn't sure if she was really talking to me, but I tried. And it just turned into years of me, uh, you know, tuning in and trying to get advice from her and whoever else wanted to talk to me. And there were many years of ups and downs for me, and, and it, it just really helped me a lot. Um, a lot of times, though, um, when I did it, I didn't tell anyone. It wasn't anything that I felt comfortable with revealing. Um, my husband knew and maybe a couple close friends, uh, but I, I felt very, I needed to guard it. I needed to protect it. So it wasn't out, um, out of the closet. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't out. I was in the closet for a while. I, I wasn't secure with it at all. Um, so moving on, I ended up, uh, getting a phone call from my sister and I was, then it was probably in my thirties and, 
um, she asked me to do reading for her friend who uh, I never met. She was a new friend and and they were in another state and I laughed at her. I thought that was ridiculous. I didn't know that I was capable of doing anything for that like that for somebody else. So um, I, she convinced me. She ended up convincing me. So I didn't know the woman's name. She just said that she needs help and... Uh, I really hope that you can find some sort of peace for her. So hung up the phone with her, sat for a while, did some writing, called her again. And at that point, the woman was in the room with her. So I read it all to her and everything happened to be extremely accurate. I think it was all accurate. And I was blown away with myself. Um, so it turned out that, uh, there was, there's a specific thing that happened with her aside from everything just turning out to be right. Um, this woman was very depressed and her mom took her own life and she thought it was her fault. So she didn't know how to go on from that. So her mom came through and, and let her know that when she was a teenager, she had a, um, a man sexually assault her. And um, the daughter didn't know anything about that. So she calls her, the, the mother says, call dad and he'll tell you the truth. Wow. So dad, uh, she gets on the phone with him and sure enough, he confirmed that to be true. And uh, she was able to take that information and forgive her mom because she now had compassion for what she went through. And she also was able to go on and free herself of any blame that she had um, on herself. She just felt free. Wow. So um, that was extremely uh, gratifying for me, I guess, because I got to help someone in such a profound way. Well, and when you when you're doing the automatic writing, you're getting a lot of times word for word messages from the other side. So you were getting these messages from her mother directly to her. Yes, so that's so crazy, powerful healing. Yes. yes. And like I said, I, I didn't know anything about them. So I didn't know it was her mother's name, what her mom's name was. And she said it and various wow. other things. Yeah. So it just brought me to a place where I realized that I have to do more of this. That uh, if I could help someone uh, or more people, more than her, then uh, this is what feels like my calling. So... I went on to work with other people and and sure enough, one after another kept calling and uh, wanting readings and I was helping everybody that I met with. Uh, So it was, um, I knew I was on the right path. So I I just continued, it turned into a business and now I've worked with thousands of people, uh, literally, and and this is something that uh, I never thought I would be doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's great. So, so aside from that. Um, well, and a lot of people always go, oh, she's a medium. Oh, is she going to be this weird gypsy girl or something? And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, she's a soccer mom. Yes. Well, on that, uh, I live in a small town. So everybody started finding out what I do. And when that happened, I felt very insecure about it. 
um, I kind of was brought back to the past and, and wanted to hide. I didn't feel comfortable with people looking at me, walking on the soccer field, giving me funny looks. And I think people were afraid that I was reading their minds. <laughs> yeah. So I had to find the, you know, the balance there. And I had to tell people that, you know, that's not what happens. I also make sure that I am, you know, I live a normal life. I don't want to have um, received channeled messages all day long. Um, I only get messages when I ask for them. So people feel more at ease with me. They can be normal with me. So it's better. And then you have a family, right? Okay. Yes. So... I am married and been married for almost 24 years. Um, we've known each other since we were six years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Um, and uh, my kids, I have two daughters, amazing girls. And uh, it seems to work. Sometimes my husband calls me uh Bewitched. <laughs> my my husband calls me witch too, in a good way. Uh, but it took him a while to accept it, I think. But because we've known each other for so long, he knew that my grandmother did it. He knew my grandmother, so it was pretty normal. But at the same time, it took a lot to, of getting used to. But he's very supportive now. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so that's us. We're I guess it's. There's some fascinating stuff in there that's different from other people, but we're also just regular people like everybody else. Everybody's got their gifts and their talents and their things God gave them. And so sometimes I feel like when you're open hearted and you let go and you trust and you allow and be connected to the divine combined with being grounded, sometimes you get callings of what you're supposed to be doing. And Little did Eden and I know, we, we actually went to high school together and we weren't really friends. We were just acquaintances. But little did we know that years and years later, we'd be working together in this prolific, undescribable movie type way. <laughs> it's, it's like now we're kind of like, oh, yeah, we're used to it. But at the beginning, we're like, is this really happening? And so we want to share in this first episode because it's really going to shape a lot of the future episodes how did we get here? What happened? How did this happen? How did this come about? Because it really is profound. And, and to really explain, it would probably take 12 hours, but we're going to tell you in a little short snippet. And then throughout the next bunch of episodes, there'll be different things that we share related to what happened, as well as channeled messages and intuition and guests and roundtable discussions on topics that help people such as fear and, and confidence. And like we said, you know, feeling not enough and different things. So how we got here, there was a month back in about, I think it was April, 2016. And this is Kim and I'm very intuitive and I get messages and, and all of a sudden I just started getting these messages from my friend Crystal who passed away. She said, I need to talk to you more. I need you to communicate with a medium and talk to me. I need to give you some profound messages for my sons. And then I started also hearing my grandmother and I, I cannot yet channel quite as intricately and detailed as Eden. And Eden and I had known each other in high school. And, and we laughed because in high school, I thought she was like this 
kind of bitchy girl that I was intimidated by. And I was younger. I was in 10th grade. She was in 12th grade. And Eden, what'd you think of me? <laughs> First of all, I have to say you weren't the only one. I did put that off. I okay. put that out there. That, that, <laughs> was, that was my uh, persona. Armor. And armor, we'll, we'll, right? My armor. And we'll talk about that another time. Um, so you're not wrong about that. <laughs> uh, how I saw you, um, I think it was that you were very free, like carefree, and you were in the uh, drama, is that what you call it? Yeah, theater. It was a theater, play production, and I just remember seeing you, but from afar, and uh, it wasn't, we were different ages, so I didn't give you the time of day. Yeah, it's Sorry so about funny. That. I know. It's so funny because <laughs> in high school, it's like you don't think about ages now. Yeah. But in high school, it's such a big deal to be a 10th and a 12th grade. 12th grade so much bigger. And and like my, my daughter's in 7th grade and she's talking about 8th graders recently. And she's like, but she's hanging out with us and she's in 8th grade. It's like yes. so funny. Anyway, so that's how we knew each other. So we ended up connecting on Facebook and just saying, oh, this is what you do now. This is what you do now. Maybe we can have a call one day. And we never really connected. And and suddenly she popped in my mind, April 2016. I went, I'm supposed to connect with her and it wouldn't stop. It just kept coming into my intuition. So I messaged her and I said, you're a medium, right? Can we, I've never done a real medium call or session. Can we do a call? So fast forward, we do a call. It was very accurate. She does word for word communication. So literally my friend Crystal's telling me word for word messages to give her sons what I can do to help her sons. Um, cause she had passed away at a young age. My grandma came through a few other people, even actually a friend that Eden and I both mutually knew mm, yes. that passed away in an accident. Tim came through. So we were, we were really in awe. Even Eden was in awe that he came through to talk to us. And and so that ended and I was just, you know, going, wow, I need to do another call with her. That was fascinating. And so about a month goes by, um, or I think it was only a few weeks because it ended up being a little bit after um, the artist Prince passed away. And I, I have been a big Prince admirer, loved all his music for years. And so it was around May 26th, I think it was, that I had another call with Eden thinking, okay, my grandma's going to come through some more. And all of a sudden, I get this intuitive message, Prince is going to come through. And I'm like, yeah, right. Okay, sure. That's your own ego talking. That's wishful thinking, Kim. Yeah, right. You're, you love Prince for years. He's really going to come through. I had no idea that Eden had many, many times channeled celebrities. And she was not a big fan of Prince. She's just like, oh, yeah, whatever. He's cool. I know two songs. <laughs> and so we end up doing this call. And a few people came through for me. And long story short, Prince comes through. And I start going, is that really Prince coming through? I was that way too. Yeah. And, and he starts telling us things that just no one would know and, and be able to explain. And so fast forward. The call ends. I feel like I'm in a movie. I'm going, this is only the second medium reading I've ever done with anyone. Can this be true? So I get in my car and I say out loud, if this really was you, Prince, show me a sign. And immediately all of my radio stations changed by themselves. And I start looking like, what, what is, what's going, oh my God, what's going on? And, and I, I often have really crazy things like that happen, but this was pretty crazy that it was immediately after I asked. So they all changed to things that were like his influence, like Sly and the Family Stone and um, Earth, Wind and Fire and channels that I didn't even know existed with jazz and blues. And I went, okay, whoa. Then 
one of his songs pops on called clouds called clouds and like a couple days later a bunch of doves flew over my car right when a prince song was on a bunch of different signs like that now it's been three years we have signs constantly and we you know we have books and books and books full of writings with Prince. So what happened after that, maybe you can go a little more into what happened after that. We had numerous calls with Prince after that. Um, we were called to do them and you can, yeah, well, first I want to add after that first call where he came through, we, a lot of information came up that was personal. Um, so, and we didn't know how to, we couldn't validate it. We didn't know those things. So you, I think you didn't you take some time to go online while we were going through the process and you look some things up to see if it was true. When he would tell us things to yeah. to validate, we would research and see if it was true and it was true. But also things like I he would tell us things to validate that it was really him. Like I was in my bedroom one night and I opened this old jewelry box and I found this purple rain pin and I found this pin of an angel my grandma had given me and I did not tell a soul, no one. And then the next time I had a call with Eden, he says, oh, I saw you at the nighttime opening the jewelry box. You, you touched my purple rain. That is my pride and joy, the movie about my life and my father. And I went, no one knew that I opened that jewelry box and found that. I did not tell anyone. So like little things like that, big things like that, And I the guess. poster in the he, garage. He said, I see your poster in your garage, um, the cherry moon. And Eden had never been to my house. And I said, oh my God, I have an under the cherry moon poster in the garage. So he was validating that it really was him. And he saw me and he saw us. And so we've had thousands of validations now, but we're explaining to you, the listeners, so that you understand how we came about knowing this really was him. Besides the fact that Eden has channeled many other people, celebrities and relatives and past loved ones. So, so, so from then on, we went into many calls with him where he was actually going to, we'll, we'll be going into more of this in more episodes, but he was going into different levels up there and telling us things he was struggling with and how he saw himself on earth as in ego. And now he's seeing himself more whole as his true self. And he doesn't want anyone, not us, not his fans, friends, family to keep him on the pedestal that he put himself on here in the physical world. He wants to be human um, or thought of as flawed, not perfect. And a lot of his wisdom, it was so inspiring to us. He would bring us through our own personal uh, trials and tribulations pro- processes that, that were, were sometimes so excruciating to where we would feel like something was wrong with us in a physical way, or we would feel emotional, but it was all in order to get us to where we're at now. To expand. It, to expand. And to uh for us we we went along with it because we just believed him we just felt this was right we felt we were called to do this and i don't we at first were like why did you choose us yeah and he just he felt that we both were open-minded and we were at enough of an evolved level and also open to growing because he did like she said he put us through things like 
he'd actually give us challenges like go to a restaurant and talk to these people or, um, or there'd be challenges in our life and he would tell us how to handle it. And we, it's very strange, like ET or something like her and I, Eden and I have had these parallel experiences where she'll call me and go, Oh, I have this weird pain or this crazy thing happened to me with a friend and I will have the exact same thing. The bugs in the house. Yeah, we had, we, (laughs) (laughs) we had a very, strange bug that we both have never seen in our lives like yes. hard to even explain it looked it like, looked a like a centipede it had like dinosaur <laughs> 50 legs and we both had this particular bug me and said i have this bug and i go oh my god oh my god i have that bug in my house too yes. the exact same At day the same time and yes. never saw one again and then he told us the reason for behind the bug was to let us know that he's walking for us he's helping us through trials and tribulations yes, yes. he has so, our legs yeah so all kinds of <laughs> profound this, this is all really deep and crazy but um we are experiencing it and it's given us eden says that it's like we went through what it, well i think it was like a master class in life and i say it was a master university because i feel like it it's been three years but i feel like it's been 20 right and um, we are different because of this yeah we are better we're evolved we are i think operating from a more conscious high higher vibration vibrational place uh, and we're ready for the next chapter. And and so this, like, just to summarize, we, so we, for years, we've talked to him now, and we've channeled other people, and we've worked together in many ways. We've done readings for people together. Um, we've become close, like sisters. We help each other through things. Who would have ever thought? It's amazing. We have a closeness with one another that no one else could ever get because we've been through this stuff together that's indescribable in many ways yes and um and so he he actually called upon us to write a book so a whole book has been written with his words and we've completed it and we're just waiting for divine timing for it to be released and when it's meant to be but we were also called upon now why are we doing this podcast we were called upon to do this podcast to to put us together out in the public to help people get to know us and to help people get to know what what we're about and, and how this all came about. And we both feel this purpose to help people in the world grow spiritually, enhance their intuition, get rid of fear, be who they truly are, be more authentic in their lives. And I think we want to just share our experiences because we're just like you. We want you to relate to our stories and uh, help you to get to a place where you feel your most happy and your best selves. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's not comfortable. It's, it's now I feel comfortable because we've gone through all this work. But it's a very hard, daring, bold thing to just go out forth into the public and say, hey, we're here, we're doing this work with Prince, we're channeling, we're doing intuitive work. And so it's confidence, it's it's being daring, it's pushing yourself past your limits. And so we want to help you as audience members do that in your lives as well. So thank you for listening to our first episode. We have so much more to come. We have great guests, we have roundtables, we have, we're going to be doing some channeling, who knows who's going to come through. Um, to end the show today, I'm going to pull one card for the audience. And so I do card readings and I'm going to pull from a card 
called Soul Coaching. And they're just Oracle Divine Guidance cards and sometimes intuition comes. But for you, the listener, if you happen to be listening and this resonates for you, this is definitely a card meant for you. And the card that's coming up for me tonight for you is Compassion. And it says, allow the light of your goodwill to shine to the world. Accept the care the creator has for you. You're loved and immensely lovable. True compassion starts with yourself. Unconditionally accept yourself just as you are. That is not necessary for you to be perfect. There is no one to please but your higher self. The more you release judgments and negative beliefs about yourself, the more compassion you'll have for others. It's time to release guilt and shame. Forgive yourself. Anytime you notice a negative thought, replace it with a positive one. The vibration of compassion shines through my every cell. And thank you for listening. For more information on Eden, go to EdenSuston.com. For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.